Jessie liked to be first at Wilton Park when the ground was still crisp and frosty. Sometimes seagulls stood on the white grass enjoying the weak sun. Grass that was as clean as Jessie's shorts. The gulls would fly off crying when she arrived. Emma used to arrive soon after and they'd kick a ball around or jog the length of the park to warm up. Now Emma's mum had a new job, they had shifted north and Jessie really missed her friend, missed yelling at her to pass the ball. But when Jessie came down the steps the morning they were playing the Southern Stars in the semi-finals, a girl was already jumping up and down on the stiff grass. It was the girl who had shifted into Jessie's street a week before. She grinned at Jessie. Are you playing for the Wanderers? She wore a tatty blue sweat and boots that looked to belong to a big brother. Sure. Jessie wondered if the girl would be as good as Emma. The real neat soccer team. And when she saw the other's puzzled look, she added, We've got a new coach this season, Mr Bruce, and he calls us that. He's a neatness freak. She tried not to look at the other's creased and grubby shorts. Jessie quite liked the name, and although she didn't like the coach much and was sure some of the others felt the same, she liked wearing clean gear. She thought it looked pretty cool. Plus, she was crazy about soccer. I'm Tony. I'm playing for you. Can you play wing? Sure. I can play anywhere. There was a clatter of boots on the steps. Hey, Jessie! Tommy Sinclair kicked a ball to her. His shorts were perfectly white, his socks up around his knees. Jessie told him that Tony was replacing Emma. Tommy nodded, then said, You reckon we'll win today? It was an important game. If the Stars beat them today, the Wanderers were out of the competition. Mr Bruce had given them a team talk last practice day. You've got to think positive. Think winning. You're going to win this Saturday. Jessie had only half listened. She'd been wishing Emma had been at practice and how they'd still be kicking the ball around together after everyone had gone home. And Mr Bruce always went on like that. He was full of wind. Now Tommy kicked the ball to Tony. She fumbled as if she wasn't used to handling it. Jessie thought that a bit strange. Other Wilton kids and their team drifted down in their clean gear. Then the southern stars arrived in their red tops. Not as cool as our green tops, Jessie thought. Everybody here? Mr Bruce asked. He read out the team list, then said, Tony Nelson? That's me. Mr Bruce frowned, then explained that Tony was replacing Emma. He cleared his throat. <clears> throat> um, Tony, if we look scruffy, we play scruffy. Right, team? Right, chorused a few voices. Jessie didn't see how that made sense. Mr Bruce was always clean and tidy, but did that make him a good coach? His dog Muggles, who sat obediently on the sideline, was always clean and tidy. Did that make him a good poodle? So, clean gear next week, please, Tony. If we win this game, Jessie thought. Tony grinned. She didn't seem to care. Sure, coach. Mr Bruce frowned. Nobody ever called him coach. It was always Mr Bruce. Tony caught Jessie's eye and grinned again. OK, everybody. Remember, we're a team. We think of each other. We're not selfish with the ball. And who are we? The real neat soccer team.
came the chorus again. Muggles gave a frantic yip as if he agreed, and the southern stars looked over at them as if they were crazy. Good. Mr Bruce rubbed his really clean hands together. Today we're winners. The Wanderers won the toss, and Tommy kicked the ball down the field. The stars took it right back up the field, evading players easily. And Jack Parku, the Wanderers' goalie, didn't seem to want to dive for the corner of the net to stop the goal. Maybe he was thinking of his clean gear, Jessie thought. At half-time, the stars were two, the Wanderers nil. Jessie wished Emma was still with them. She was a terrific centre, the best around, the real goal-scorer for the team. Tommy was trying hard, but he didn't have her class. Mr Bruce brought out sliced oranges. This was a surprise. Maybe it was a special treat because the game was so important. He should have bought paper towels too, Jessie thought, to keep the juice from our tops. But he looked upset. Come on, team, you're going to win this game. Think goal, think defence. He was frowning so hard it looked as if his face might split down the middle. How could you think defence when you're supposed to think of winning, Jessie thought angrily. Orange juice squirted down her shorts, but suddenly she didn't care. The stars kicked off. Jessie trapped the ball, passed to Jodie Boyd, who passed on to Simon Criswell. Then Tony was shouting from the wing. The stars goalie was out of position. It was an easy shot. Easier slicing through butter or riding through a wide open gate. Except... Tony missed. Mr Bruce groaned. Jessie felt like groaning. If it had been Emma, she would have scored easily. But Tony just grinned again and shrugged. The stars charged back up the field and scored again. Come on, you lot, Mr Bruce shouted. I'm ashamed of you. Pull your finger out. Tony stuck her finger in the air and pulled it. Mr Bruce's mouth dropped open and Jessie swore he turned purple. She had to giggle. Then the ball came to her. She passed to Simon, who should have passed it to Tommy. But Tony was shouting from the left wing again, Me! Me! The ball spun towards her. She kicked at it wildly and the ball went out. The stars took the sideline kick. A high kick that bounced into the middle of the Wanderers. They jerked away from it as if they were scared to get their tops dirty. The star centre forward took the ball, dodged a couple of feeble defenders who were probably still thinking about their clean gear, and scored again. What's wrong with you? Mr Bruce's face was pink. Muggles barked at them angrily. Tony caught Jessie's eye and grinned again. But Jessie didn't grin back. She felt really hacked off with this new girl. Maybe if she had boots that fitted her, she could kick the ball properly. The Stars scored two more goals, and the Wanderers managed some weak applause for them when the final whistle blew. Five goals to nil. Mr Bruce was now bright red, and Muggles was growling. What happened to you lot? He danced in front of them as they slouched off the field. You were hopeless. I could shoot goals better on one foot. There was a silence, and Tony noticed that Jack Parker's shorts were so clean he probably wouldn't have to wash them for the next game, or even the game after that. Except he probably would. Go on, then, 
a voice said. It was Tony. Everybody stopped. Pardon? Shoot a goal on one foot. Tony kicked the ball to him. There was a pause. Everybody held their breath, keeping the giggles in. Even Muggles seemed to hold his breath. Mr Bruce turned pink. All right, I will. He lined the ball up. Although she'd never tried to shoot a goal standing on one foot, Jessie thought this would be easy. No goalie, a wide-open goal, no opposition coming from behind. He held one foot up behind him, did a funny little jump, missed the ball totally and fell on his back. There was a giggle, then another, and then somebody laughed out loud. Muggles gave a puzzled bark and raced forward and licked Mr Bruce's face. Tony helped him to his feet. There was mud on his hands and the back of his shirt and his trousers were crumpled and smeared. He tried to glare, then looked as if he might cry, but changed his mind. He gave a sheepish grin instead. Well, it's harder than I thought. Tony grinned at Jessie. The grin wasn't so irritating now. You want to do some gold shooting tomorrow? Or after school on Monday? I need to practice, I guess. Monday, Jessie decided. That would be neat. Listener.